I've got 160,000 subs now. And I do feel like I've hit the cap for kind of like what real estate is for the most part, you know? Um, and so, you know, the decision I've been thinking about is like, okay, what's the next path do I want to take? Do I want to, you know, go ultra broad and, you know, try and talk about, you know, current events and news and other stuff. And then I just realized I'm like, yeah, I just don't want to do it. Like, I just don't want to research and, you know, stay up to date with like what's happening. I just, I'm like, yeah, if I can't make, if I can't script the video in five minutes, I don't want to make it. Like, that's just kind of like my MO now. So I, I don't know. I've kind of just transitioned into documenting my life, kind of like what Gary V does, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, oh, I bought this house, I bought this apartment, or I started a new business, or, you know, we did this. And it's probably not like the best approach to grow huge. But what I've seen is just like, I mean, 160,000 isn't like a small number, but I've seen that the niche <clears throat> makes it so that with my businesses, like they're really devoted and loyal. Yeah. I've noticed that basically, unless yet, unless you F up, uh, 5% of your audience is going to watch whatever you, whatever you post. So you could post like a pile of dog crap. <laughs> 5% of people, this is the best content I've ever seen. They'll, <laughs> they'll love it. Uh, so if you cater to that 5%, sure, it's really hard to grow that 5%. And, and, and it, usually to grow that 5%, you have to make the broader content that appeals to new people. You reach a cast a new net. Yeah. And, you know, of those 100 people, you know, five more are going to join that group. Right. So, so, you're really, <laughs> so you're just really depending on the 5% um, of your audience. You're like, dude, I can bank those views and... Well, in a way, I've almost got like that. It sounds like a sales funnel of uh, like YouTube channels or or the main channel. I have a really dedicated audience, especially in the comments section, which is something that I'm so proud of because I've spent for the first uh, I answered every comment up until I hit a million subscribers and I made it like it was almost like an OCD compulsion where I I wouldn't go to bed until I answered all the comments and I wouldn't get out of bed in the morning until I answered all the comments. And so I would wake up an hour early every morning on my phone. I'd stay in bed, just answering comments, go to bed, answering comments. That was it. Um, so we cultivated a really great community between myself and like everyone who comments. Um, but from that main channel, then we also have the second channel, the Graham Stephan show, which is just reactions. Cause I wanted, to, I, I looked up to like Cody Co and I loved his reactions that he were doing. I thought it was so funny. So I thought, well, if I could apply that to finance content, then I could build out that audience too. So then I've noticed a uh, transition from like some of the main channel go to the second channel. And then we started the podcast and then we noticed, oh, wow, some of the people from the main channel, second channel are then funneling into the podcast. Right. And then from the podcast, we got, uh, you know, this, the family vlog channel, which I'm still trying to figure out what, what, what's going on with that. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, we had this, this funnel where it's like you, you distill the audience more and more and more. And then the family is really like the core people. Yeah, yeah. Where, if you watch this, this the Stefamily, you're, yeah. you're like a fan. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. So we usually get anywhere from like twenty to fifty thousand views a video on this Stefamily, and those are the people who um, uh, will watch it. I don't want to say we'll watch anything, but uh, but just care about you enough to see what's going on in your personal life, right? But so you know, my strategy on YouTube is basically to to whatever you're interested in. Hopefully, if it's personal finance related, you, you you enjoy some part of it. A lot of people say, "Listen, I've outgrown the main channel. I, I figured I, I've I've known everything on there. I've extracted all the data that I could learn from that." But I loved the iced coffee hour, 
because I hear a new perspective on things and every guest has a different story. So we like, we really like that. And funny enough, it seems like the Ask Coffee Hour, it's, it's a lot of you, like big YouTubers watch the Ask Coffee Hour. Like I was shocked to hear that like Zach King listens to the iced coffee. Like, like that's a part of his like Sunday routine. Same with like Faze Rugg, who, who mentioned like he listened to it. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Or like Tanner Fox, they'd listen to the iced coffee. I was blown away. And uh, I'm sure if we really go into the numbers, it's like how many people really watch the iced coffee hour just because it's like, it, they feel like uh, they get a different perspective on things. So yeah. And I think, you know, looking at the iced coffee hour, how many subs do you have on it now? 206. 206. So like, I think if you looked at, I, I guess your most valuable subscribers, they're probably on the iced coffee yes. hour. Yeah. Cause you know, that's something that we look at in business too, is like, you know, you're always looking at demographics and other things. And, um, in business, that's how you choose where to put your time It's like, yeah. Hey, where's, where's the most valuable use of my time. And I was thinking that, you know, with podcast, I've seen it even with my own that, Man, if somebody's willing to sit through an hour, they're pretty devoted. And also, too, um, you know, having all these cool guys you have on and cool people, like they know that, hey, you know what? It's just not all about Graham now. Like I know what Graham thinks on a lot of things, but I love to hear, you know, so and so on this. Right. And honestly, none of that would have been possible without the credibility of the main channel. Right. Or using that to kickstart it. Because had I started up the iced coffee hour, just like, hey, Brand new to YouTube, <laughs> the iced coffee hour. First, no one would come on, and especially in the beginning, we purposely would have on people that uh, we knew would appeal to YouTube. That people would would know them. They would click on their names. They had an interesting story, and you know, even now we're still in a growth phase where, if we want to continue with that trajectory, we have to have we have to be strategic about who we have on. Right. So it's it's very so we we pre-screen a lot of our guests to make sure that we have the right people on at the right times. Right. So that we don't uh, you know, falter. Yeah, I think with what you guys are doing with the podcast, um, you know, most of them are kind of YouTubers or um, you know, I think you guys have had a few people that aren't really on mm -hmm. YouTube, but to me it's like, okay, this is definitely the spot if you want to hear like YouTubers raw, you know, and and see how they really think and other things. Cuz right, when you make a 10-minute video, you're not getting like the full personality of somebody. It's more like to me a script and it's, it's like acting versus the podcast is very real. And you're like, Oh, like that's how that guy naturally is. It's, it's yeah. usually different than um, a 10 minute video where you got to like hype yourself up and like <laughs> get going. Yeah. But it's also very interesting that a lot of those people want to talk about money and business, but they can't on their platform because it's so different. So imagine if someone like, <laughs> You know, uh, so and so is you know has a channel that appeals to millions of people. They can't say, "Hey guys, here's my how much money I make," because it's that's not their style. It's not their demographic. But on the iced coffee hour, they could talk about all of those things because it's someone else asking them those questions, and it just comes up in context. Yeah. So when are you gonna get a uh, Mr. Beast on the iced coffee hour, dude? We'll have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. His schedule is so busy, though. That dude's crazy. So we had his manager on, uh, who is amazing. But uh, yeah, we got to get him on. But but the thing is, too, I, I look at this and Colin and Samir did a podcast with Mr. Beast so well. Sometimes I look at that. And I'm like, wow, geez, if I, if I what, can't make what? mine better then you know, what's the point? And so sometimes I see other people's videos. I'm like, that was a perfect video. I can't do it better than that. So I'm not I'm not going to do it.